together growing in faith and changing communities. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Dear friends, today I'd like us to reflect on the book of Isaiah chapter 58 verses 1 to 9. Thus says the Lord God, cry aloud, despair not, lift up your voice like a trumpet, declare to my people their transgression, to the house of Jacob their sins, yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as if they were a nation that did righteousness, did not forsake the ordinances of their God. They ask of the righteous judgments. They delight to draw near God. Why have we fasted and you see it not? Why have we humbled ourselves and you take no knowledge of it? Behold, in the day of your fast, you seek your own pleasure and oppress all your workers. Behold, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to hit with wicked feast. Fasting like yours this day will not make your voice to be heard on high. Is such the fast that I choose a day for a man to humble himself? Is it to bow down his head like a rush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will you call this a fast and a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I choose to lose the bonds of wickedness and undo the thongs of the yoke? To let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and to bring the homeless poor into your house? When you see the naked to cover them and not to hide yourself from your own flesh, then shall your light break forth like the dawn and your healing shall spring up speedily. Your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer you. You shall cry, and he will say, Here am I. It's a beautiful reading. It's, it's a beautiful, challenging reading. God says, yeah, I hear your, your cry, I hear your voice, I hear what you say to people. You talk about fasting, almsgiving, and, fa and, and prayer. You talk about righteousness, you talk about people's sins. Says, but what about you? Now, there was Mrs. Smith. This is a story told to me by a friend. There was Mrs. Smith and Mrs. Smith had always gone to father after mass to tell father, oh, father, what a beautiful homily this was. And every time Mrs. Smith will say that, he says, thank you, father. You know, it was a beautiful, powerful homily. And I hope they, they, they heard it. 
and 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 father listened to mrs smith and and mrs smith made a habit of it every time father would preach mrs smith will come and congratulate father and he'll say oh father what a beautiful homily and, and i'm glad that people were here and to hear this and i hope they they understood what you were saying and father soon realized that mrs smith thought the homily was never meant for for, for her but rather for everybody else but her and on one particular day uh, father was a bit excited because he came to the church and there was only mrs smith and father says aha today is the day and father went out and he preached and he preached and he preached and uh, after mass mrs smith came back and said father what a beautiful homily what a great sermon that you have given and father says wow i'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it mrs smith uh, he says of course it's it's a pity though father that those who needed to hear it were not present and that's the tragedy of mrs smith which some of us fall into we always somehow feel and think this is not for me this is for someone else that wasn't supposed to be for me the lord was talking to that person and so we are very good at talking about people's faults, failures, and sins. I'm very good at removing a splinter. But I leave a block on my own eye. We're good and we're very judging. And we're decisive when it comes to other people's matters. But when it comes to us, when it hits closer to home, we make excuses. We can even change the laws and rules and policies and ask for favors. And so, what is it that the Lord challenges us to look into? Well, number one is to treat everybody the same. Treat them with dignity. The dignity that I would have given to the king, to the president, I must give it to a worker, a waitress, a petrol attendant, a gardener. The respect for a human person comes not from what they have but who they are and all of us across the board are made in an image and likeness of god that's who we are god looks at us and he says i am well pleased that's who we are and so as we look into this text it hits me so close that the Lord says, I don't want your fast. Yes, I would have wanted a fast. I would have wanted a prayer. But your fast is not what I want. Because you keep on quarreling amongst yourselves. You are not kind to the poor. You are not kind to those in need. And sometimes, dear friends, we, we have what we call soup kitchens which we go and we give food away to people who are starving and who are struggling. But it's sometimes not about them. It's about us. It's about our ego. It's about, I've been doing this for years and I continue to do it. It's about us being condescending. Ah, shame, poor people. It's never about us. It's about God. 
And so as we embark on this journey and as we give arms, always remember, it is about God. Anyone who gives a glass of water to you because of the gospel, he gives it to me. And that person is not just giving it to me, but he gives it to the one who sent me. And that's why sometimes I feel we lose it. You find big companies going to donate and the next thing they do is to take pictures and blow them up on social media. Why? What was the intention? The intention was simple. To do good. Not to do good so that people can notice it. Not to do good so that people will say, wow, no. Let them see the good that we have done without us showing them the good. Then let them praise God. That's something absolutely powerful. That's something that you and I can learn from, discern upon, and possibly try in our own lives. And I find that absolutely powerful. Then there's also another concept that the Lord brings. How can I say I'm, fight, I'm fasting and yet I'm fighting? Then I throw a feast to someone else and yet I'm, I'm fasting. And this we see in churches. That people can come to Mass and receive Holy Communion, go into a car park, into the foyer, and there they are swearing at each other. They are fighting with each other. And I often ask myself, what did we just receive? If that was not the body and blood of Christ, then what else can unite us? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless and to guide us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.